0: So So I actually actually knew Carmen all along. Huh. Huh. Yeah, I remember remember that that seminar now. The professor professor always smelled smelled of salmon, salmon, and and I I managed to sleep through the whole thing thing twice twice, by hiding behind my my messenger bag. Just Just one one of the many tricks I've I've learned during my years of education. But why (laughs) would (laughs) a (laughs) paper topic be that important to her? Talking about first world problems. She could have just told me if she wanted that topic so badly back then. How was I supposed to know? And it, and it was such, such a boring, boring topic, topic in the, in the first, place. first place. If she had she really, had really wanted, wanted it that, it that much, much she, she could have, have had it if she had, she had, had just, just asked. asked. <sighs> no. no. I know, I know. I'm just deflecting. deflecting. I'm actually I'm kind of jealous, jealous that, she that she would, would care, care so much, so much about, about something. something. Alright, okay. This is new, Sarah. I can do stuff too. I'm going to find Peter's present and I won't need Carmen's help. I can do this on my own. No help needed. Nope. None here. How hard could this be?
1: It was actually not as easy as Sarah thought. In fact, it turned out to be quite hard. Really hard. And soon she would find out that doing this all alone was a really stupid idea.
0: Oi, that's not a nice thing to say. Hey,
1: you're not supposed to do that. What are you doing? You can't just break the fourth wall like this.
0: I've really gotten to the point where I've had enough of your snide side comments. They're really not helpful.
1: But I need to occasionally tell the audience what's going on around here. That's my job.
0: Wait, there are people you're talking to? Who are they? Are they human? Because I'm starting to wonder, given all those weird creatures around here.
1: Yes, of course they're human. I think. Some of them at least. Hopefully. Maybe?
0: Oh, you seem very convinced of that.
1: How am I supposed to know? I'm just a narrator. I didn't major in distinguishing humans from other creatures that look human. Maybe some of them are lizards in disguise. I'm also pretty sure that at least one of them is an incarnation of Mephisto. I don't know.
0: So why are they listening to this? Don't they have anything better to do with their lives? I mean, surely there have to be better ways to spend your time than to listen to the four of us struggling to save Christmas.
1: Um... Well, this was supposed to be spreading some Christmas joy, but your attitude to the whole thing might not be entirely helpful to that end.
0: Oh, I guess that's true. But how did this start in the first place?
1: Oh, uh, you know. Some Eans ago, Grey had this idea about getting everyone into a Yule Tide mood, and she can be very convincing if she wants to be. Things always end up going her way, somehow. And then there's this whole ancient debt and curse situation and yada yada, now I'm a narrator. I'm really just here to get people to listen, play along and help them understand the situation. That's my job. For now, until I'm finally free again. Hmm.
0: Hm, alright, I kinda get that. I know how powerful stories can be when it comes to lifting you out of a bad place. I've been there plenty of times. I guess that makes me one of the feisty heroes of the tale. Nice. I hope that the people listening to this are having a good time. They are, right?
1: I'm not sure, Sarah. But if they are, they should totally leave a five-star rating on iTunes and write a review. In fact, if they solve the riddle along with you and go to the place where you'll find your present on December 17, they might just find a surprise as well. Isn't that swell?
0: Say, do you have any ideas what they really think of me? They must think I'm such a horrible person. So far I haven't really been useful at all, and now the thing with Carmen happened as well. I mean, I know I have many shortcomings, but I've always tried not to hurt other people. I don't like mean people. I mean, not that anyone does. Well except for those Snape fangirls who keep protesting that he's a good guy just because he turned out just because he turned out to be working for Dumbledore in the end? completely forgetting all those years that he abused and bullied children, not to mention his obsessive- Sarah,
1: Sarah, maybe this is not the time to discuss Harry Potter fandom controversies.
0: Oh, sorry, I drifted off there.
1: Look, I've been hovering in the background from the start, and you're not a bad person. Maybe you got off on a very wrong foot with Carmen, but I'm starting to think that must have been all one big misunderstanding. And I'm sure the audience thinks that too.
0: They probably still don't like me. Yeah, they probably like Carmen way more. I remember that that everyone always liked Carmen more.
1: Am I sensing some resentment here?
0: Yes, maybe. I just, this is all such a big mess and everyone's so stressed out. From everything Jamie told me, Peter really seems like a swell guy. And he's already so sad about losing his present, I'd at least like to give him his. Hmm.
1: Well, I obviously cannot condone your behaviour, and you should not be talking to me, that's against the rules. But, as it is almost Christmas, and I am contractually obliged to spread some Christmas spirits, I also can't allow anyone to be upset. So, how about I try and help you with the search?
0: You would really do that? Help me, I mean? Even after you've heard what I did to Carmen? Of course.
1: That's what Christmas is about after all, isn't it? Forgiveness and helping each other. But I do think you and Carmen should talk this whole thing out at some point and bury the hatchet.
0: Thank you. Thank you so much. I sure could use some help. And you did say I was about to do something stupid. What did you mean by that anyway?
1: I meant that you should not act like you don't need anybody's help. That's just not a healthy attitude. We all need help sometimes, and it's okay to admit that.
0: Hmm, I guess it makes sense. Yes, you're right. Two eyes always see more than one. Wait, that doesn't sound right. Anyway, I guess I'd better ask Jamie. I really enjoy hanging out with him, and he almost got me cheesed at one time, so I think I can trust him. Hmm, I think the last time I saw him was when we were sneaking in here, but I have no idea where he is now.
1: Jamie, meanwhile, had inexplicably found himself on the other end of the Christmas market, where he was desperately trying to get some peace from the strange creatures that were bouncing around in their continuous search for entertainment.
0: See? That was a helpful comment. Now I just need to get there.
1: Sarah, on the other hand, was actually not supposed to hear me say this, so I might have just blown a plot point.
0: This is a plot, because it sure doesn't seem like it. Uh, I think I'm not going to answer that for now. Fine. Let's go then. Also, I'm looking forward to finally getting out of these trash bags.
1: Sarah set off to find Jamie at the other end of the Christmas market, although she had not noticed that she was still wearing her bright pink lametta wig will she find Jamie where I said she would I wonder tune in tomorrow to to
0: find out more about the wondrous life of Sarah Fan the most brilliant and wondrous adventurer of all time who will now prove that she's capable of great feats and kindness and having her own show on primetime tv
1: I stop doing my job
0: and she's even better at coming up with outros than the actual narrator
1: Wait that's not true Sarah Fan was played by Tamara Paya the narrator was played by Leonhard Engelmeier. The harp was played by Carrie Whitman. This episode was written by Carrie Whitman.